We've been talking and I said, we got to fucking record because we're fired up. I sent notes. I had a preamble. I don't even know where they are, but we're going to cover all the midweek games. We're going to go through. We kind of have to do a review and a preview because we're in the fast and furious Christmas period. But the first thing we have to cover is Liverpool 2, Spurs 1. The day that Mike died inside again. I mean, it happens a lot as a Tottenham fan. But can um, can, I, can I give my quick yeah. takes before you go? Get, get, get your you have take. a lot. You have get a lot. Take. I really loved it. I thought it was a great game. I actually enjoyed Spurs defending. Like they're fucking good. I thought Aurier just made himself an extra twenty million dollars on a transfer. Like he showed real defensive quality. He took money. Thought he was bad in the around. first half. A million times. Listen, they were had they had a fight on their hands, but in the second half he fought. How many times did you think? How many times do you think he was going to be a penalty in the next five seconds? You know what I've only seen by the Mane is the only guy in the world I've seen do this as much as he does. He shoots at people's hands. He did it in fucking Madrid, <laughs> and he fucking did it twice in that Good. game on Wednesday. Good. But he fought, and, there, and he stayed up, and, and he shit. stayed up, and he fought, and they wrestled quite a bit. It was pretty good. It was enjoyable. I thought Spurs break. It was a, breaks, it was a, it was a heavyweight fight. Yeah, I thought Spurs break. Spurs had less chances, but better chances, and the XG shows it. I think XG wise, Spurs had like, you know, shots that were from one on one with the goalkeeper, and the 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 Kane one was the biggest one. They had at least. Three clear-cut chances, not including uh, Sonny's goal. I mean, those were like fifty percent shot goal chances, and and our, and and Liverpool yeah. had a bunch of scuffed shots that if they had gone in, you'd be like, "Wow, that's a good finish." What are you going to do? I think Jones had a couple, Mane had a couple. They they hit the post, maybe one skimmed, but I felt like overall Spurs contained uh, uh, Spurs contained Liverpool, and they. And like we've talked about many times, they controlled the game defensively the way that Liverpool, to the opposite of the way can Liverpool controlled the game with the ball. They controlled the game without the ball. And I think it's really hard for people to wrap that around their heads. Like the possession numbers were the way they wanted them to be. Anyway, right. your takes. Go ahead. You have the floor, Miguel. I'm really angry. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just... I, I I hate everything about Liverpool and Anfield. I hate that they haven't lost there since Vietnam. I hate that Mo Salah, as brilliant as he is, had to score a goal that was a fucking pinball. Um, I hate Curtis Jones. He was, for me, he was the man of the match. He was fantastic. He was great. <laughs> yeah. I hate Those him. little shifty two-footed, like, little things, like just going from his right to his left and left to his right to move. He was Those really good. So small but they all they create space right we suck but when you can notice it it's pretty amazing right and that's the thing is that exactly and and in the first goal like like i said it was a pinball curtis jones created that with a one two that left lacelso in the dust and if you would have told me that before kickoff i'd be like no way right um and then he finds salah and basically it goes off of uh toby and, and into the corner of the net but yeah that that play was all jones um and then, and then the 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 sun goal was so fast that MS that NBC missed it. I didn't. I felt sort of <laughs> cheated and ecstatic at the same time because I was complaining about something, and then I literally looked. I'm like, the 
balls in the net. So it was, it was weird. Um, the, 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 the fun thing about watching football is that like when a goal scoring chance is happening, you're seeing it and you're waiting for it. And here it is. Here it is. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You didn't even I got see it. plenty of that over the course of the game. But oh, ironically, God. the only time I got to stream in a good way was that I didn't even see it coming. And the big crime in that is that we didn't pay nearly enough attention to the pass. It was so Gio good. You couldn't see it. Two Sun. We couldn't see it because we were still watching a fucking replay. And I was a so in the spotlight. fucking petrified they were going to VAR offside it. Oh, I would have. I thought he was. I, it, I still think he they was. They shouldn't even have looked. I was inebriated. They shouldn't even have looked in the century of football before that was a goal every time twice on Sunday. They wouldn't even have just, oh, he's level. Level, level is onside. Right, Not right. anymore. Tie goes to the runner, right? Fucking okay, bullshit. fine. And I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up my quick hot take that I was yelling at you off camera <laughs> oh, on God. in the 13th minute of the game. It is still zero <laughs> zero. Ben Davies beats Trent Alexander Arnold down the left wing, and he bounces the ball off of him and out for what should be a Spurs corner kick. Not even close, says the ref. No, that went off. That went bounce off of Davies, which by the way defies fucking physics. Goal kick to Liverpool. Everybody shrugs and moves along with the game. For all of the talk about VAR, for all of the, the inch-perfect offsides and the fouls here and there, this one is the definition of a clear and obvious fucking error. And, and, and it wasn't even brought up on the broadcast because, obviously, it's not listed in the things that can be disputed. Checked. And I know that what you're always – your big axe to grind is no VAR, no VAR. I want less. You were talking about I understand. I'm just saying here, dude. in the NHL – Right, and they don't do it perfectly either. Yeah, but in the NHL, if there's an offside play, they keep going, right? And then they they at the end of that whistle, they they go, oh shit, you know what? All right, buzz it back real quick. You put that. I mean, you wouldn't put the time back on the clock in in football, but you understand what I'm saying? They would have taken the goal kick, and by the time the ball landed at midfield. They, they would have been like, it, pull yeah. it back. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I'm not I, calling I, for more VAR across the board, and I know what you're going to tell me is that like, you don't understand what you're asking for is, is anarchy. <laughs> no. And you're right. You're right. But the, 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 the sentence or the phrase, I should say, is very, very clear and obvious error, right? And we're talking on steroids. This has to be no. a crazy, like, what are you talking about? You missed that. In fact, if you have good referees, you never use VAR. That's well, well, the, I have a whole, I have about. a whole another thing. But so before we go oh, into the scores, I wanted to get you right into Spurs, and we'll talk about the rest of the week. But I, I just one of the things that's really bothering me about this season is there's no dominance. It's kind of like everyone's shit together. And I think as a Yankee fan, as a New York fan, well, even though we suck, but as a big team sport fan, people think they like parody. Parody sucks. It re sport requires dynasty. It's so much better with dynasty. Somehow all of Europe has the same teams winning all the time, and it's perfectly fine and beautiful. These leagues that are parody-ridden, like what's going to happen in the NHL in the playoffs, that's annoying. You have a fucking regular season, that doesn't matter, right? You end up with, oh, they had a hot goalkeeper. Oh, well, I guess you lose. That kind of stuff happens. The NBA basically... Regular season means nothing. It's a completely different sport. It's refereed differently. Well, uh, a team wins. I think I think the NBA does a pretty good job of managing 
talent at the top because of they, they just it's a player league and they go to free agency. No, right? but but what I'm saying is I'm the regular right. season games Sorry. are meaning less and less and uh, less. The and first less. two rounds of the playoffs in the NBA mean fuck all. Right. And what I'm saying when I was I was just looking at the Premier League stats and last season at this point Liverpool had 37, liver yep. and and Leicester and and um and City had 30 29. Now, yeah, but which, by the way, thirty-seven of a possible what thirty-nine after they were incredible after right? thirteen games, and, and but but it dropped off earlier. So there were better top-end teams, but the middle was worse. This season, this seventeen teams have twenty, <laughs> and and Liverpool only have twenty-eight. I don't know if it's better. What's frustrating is is like it's just not. It doesn't have juice. Each game is sort of shit. I'm getting annoyed with like crappy teams and then we'll talk about it but like even West Brom was trying to play and now that it's Tory it's Tony Pulis yeah Mourinho's playing well Moyes is playing well this might be a season for crap football my namesake <laughs> like so and Steve I, I, Bruce I think it's and all this sort of like situation there too right because we'll get into the negative football thing we talked about it a little bit on Monday and I do want to explore it more but you were just saying last year last year we were a third of the way through the season it was over it's fucking <laughs> over, right? City wasn't chasing. City wasn't catching. They couldn't. Well, nobody catch was. No. no. So, well, last season was a bad example, but the, the season before right. that was. But good. In, but, but in, they in, were in dominant. The they five, were so good. Like you just were like, we have to watch Liverpool. With the exception of the Leicester season, it's been a one or two horse race every year. Yes. Right. You had the Chelsea year where Spurs were hanging around, and then not really. Um, well, Spurs hung around. For a couple of those seasons, and then and then City and Liverpool just put the gas down and disappeared. Exactly. So, I mean, if you had to go, what I, I would imagine five years back, you'd say it was Leicester. Then, and I'm not looking at it, but Leicester, and then Chelsea and Tottenham, and then uh, it was City, City and Liverpool, and then Liverpool. Right. Yeah. As far as the 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 City ran away with it. The what, what the Centurion the second year? the Centurion season. Yeah, they, they were just yeah, embarrassed. Yeah. Mourinho. Mourinho came in second and said it was his best season with right, 81 with points. Yeah, He'd yeah, yeah. kill it for 81 points. 81 points might win the league. I was going to say, they said that on the broadcast on Wednesday, and I said uh, I said 85 would win. 85 and would be good, really good. Be very good. Um, but so right there, two of the last three years, you've had a runaway horse, right? Yeah. So you're right, and, and we'll get into the reasons why. This is better. This is a lot better. For you, because you can no, no, win. No, not even that. <laughs> not even that. Yeah, but it's, the football is better. But the football is bad. But that's and that's the problem. That's the the very big <laughs> butt in the situation, right? And like guys, I said, we talked about negative football on Monday, and we got more of it. Yeah. Because I feel bad for Slavin Bilic. Yeah, so well, let's fun. back up. Let's back up. Let's back up. If I told you that Manchester City was playing at home against 19th place West Brom, they're in the a bit worst, of a pain. The worst offense, the worst defense in the league. The worst defense in the league, right? They're but they're going for it. They're, they're just they're trying to play expansive football. They are trying to – you know what? Like we talked about a, a handful of times, one win is as good as three draws, baby. So yeah, go get might it. Might as well just go play three times, right? Yeah. They go into Manchester City, and they go down one nothing. They don't have a choice anymore. They can't sit down. They can't. They, they almost can't scored a goal, nothing. though. They had a they really good chance goal, early. Really good save by Ederson. And then they get one off of a deflection. And they but, come out of the Etihad with a point. And, and, City were, and, and going, City were bad, dude. They just were. Again. They were, but but I'm looking at it from the West Brom point of view. If they were fantastic. There, you have your three points off the drop now. You're you're that's a big every point matters when you're that low, right? Yeah, everything all those that's draws matter. Big, like yes. the draws suck at the top, 
a draw is awesome at the bottom, and a win is like well, two a, in a row or three in a, a row. A draw at Manchester City is like, holy shit. Yeah, it's massive. So if I told you that the next day their coach was fired, <laughs> you'd be a little surprised, right? This if we were saying shit. this on it's Monday, like, bullshit. hey, listen, yeah. you know, you were saying – you're not Man City doesn't blow anybody out. I thought that they'd blow the doors off them. They nope. looked like they were gonna early, and then they didn't. But if I told you that Slavin Bilic is gonna get fired after a positive result, no way, no way, uh, never. And yeah. so in so that, comes that, Big that, Sam. That, that's one of our scores. So in comes Big Sam, a a, a negative football merchant. And that's the thing uh, is that now we've got another one, right? And all one, I said right? was I'm glad we played West Brom already once yeah. because yeah, it's 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 gonna suck. Yeah. It's gonna suck so where, where, where do you want to go? Do you want to go Wolves or do you want to go Arsenal? Where, where do you prefer, Chelsea or Arsenal? Let's go with Chelsea first. Yeah, Chelsea. That was so a fun we'll, one. Yeah, that was a good game. Chelsea were tepid. They huffed and puffed, couldn't get past Wolves. Wolves were so good on a break. Podence, those goals were really, really good. Giroud got one early, and then Chelsea just kind of petered out is the best way to put it. And then they were really going for the win at the end. They really didn't have the gear. They probably shouldn't have tried. They hit the post a couple times. That's true. Zuma. Yes. And then right in the 95th time, yeah. minute, Neto flying. Between Potence and Neto, those two dudes are fast as fuck. They're really, really fun to watch. That's the Wolves that I've been talking about. And frankly, yeah. what's missing is just Raul Jimenez. But right. um, watching their front three go when they're they're in full flight they're almost as good as anybody in the league yeah, and yeah. potence's so first goal uh which so okay so zero zero at halftime zuma hits the post they come out they get a goal uh, kind of a shit goal if if i'm uh, if i'm being fair but like Giroud gets the goal goes barely over the line and fine and then from then on it's basically game on because wolves have to get something out of it right so but Potence does this move that's like straight out of FIFA where he just kind of does some, some little trickery with oh, his double, ankle. Double chop. I think he killed Reese James's head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then just absolutely laser beams one short yeah, side really to beat good. Edward Mendy, which is no small feat. Yeah. Um, and it's 1-1. And yeah, and like you said, from that point on, uh, Chelsea didn't have much to do about no. the game. They had the, the bulk of possession. They just couldn't do much with it. Yep. And you know what that, that lost point at the end comes down to? That's bad coaching. Well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, um, Lampard sort of said it at the end. He lamented his teams, but you got to say it in the moment. Like, let's shut up shop, get this point, yeah, and call it a day. Like, it's not our day. But yeah. they left themselves wide open on the break in the 95th minute. I mean, it's an incredible finish. And I feel like Tiago lost a little gas there. Oh, he goes so, one on four. Yeah. And they, they, the le they were leggy. It was mm -hmm. late in the game. I feel like. You know, what happens there is they don't really close the guy down. It's sort of half-hearted, and they just fuck it up, and Chelsea lose a point. And I think it goes to show it's winner mentality. It's They're not ready. They're not ready for the challenge. And, it, and, it's, and it's looking more and more like Liverpool again. But uh, there's another team that might have something to say, and that's our, our friends in Southampton uh. who, <laughs> who go to Arsenal and play the first half like we are Arsenal of Wenger uh, vintage. And they play kind of off the park. And even Theo Walcott scores a goal. Theo Walcott the way, scores. The, the way, the way uh, Wenger's Arsenal might have scored a goal. Uh, but but Ar Arsenal showed a little fight. They get a goal back. It was all Saka. Saka's the only one playing. He seems to want the ball. He comes yeah. on the half turn. He created it. He went past three dudes, uh, moved it in uh, to, to, to 
Nketiah, I believe, who makes an amazing behind uh, outside of the foot pass to, to Aubameyang, who finally finishes a goal and doesn't get scared. But, uh, you know, they, they looked okay in that point. But then Gabriel gets sent off from two yellows within a few minutes of each yeah, other, early, minutes, yeah. middle of the second half. And, you know, Arsenal can feel good that they showed fight, but it's still bad. And you know you what were I find weird? for the other shoe to drop with Yeah, them. you know what? The other thing that's weird is like, um, what's with the lighting at the Emirates when the games are on? It looks dark and sad. It's, it's the fog. Yeah, like what? <laughs> like what? Why does it seem so dark when you're watching? Those night games are weird. Like, get some better lights. Like, where's the NFL? Like, turn up the brightness. What the fuck is going on? It looks <laughs> awful when you're watching it on TV. It's like, ugh, this, are we in Burnley? There's row houses in the back of the stadium. It was awful looking. I was like, oh, my God, this is very Oliver Twist. I felt sad. I, at this point, I kind of – I mean, you don't have to, but I feel like there's a pessimism and darkness over Arsenal that is just like – they're doomed. Yes. Something. Whereas Southampton, it. whereas Southampton is optimistic. If they would have lost, they'd be like, "Yeah, fuck it, this was awesome." <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that's the understatement of probably the last five years. But I started. I, yeah, you don't. They, you don't feel it all the time. Yeah, I, no. There's optimism sometimes. Yeah. Like there was at the end of last season when they. But when, when that up. when Gabriel gets the second yellow card. Uh the doom. And you just dun dun dun. Oh, God, it's so much doom. It was like the lead-in to a Law & Order episode, and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, They're all yeah. dead. The kids That's are so, dead. They're so fucked. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And there is, they're now, now, like, we have this wonderful resource of Arsenal Fan TV that we love, but we can't get enough of it. Like, I know those guys are dying inside or whatever, but now they're just dejected. They're just like, oh, God. They're not even angry anymore. They're broken. Um, so that's great. I mean, we see is, – is troops – it works for Barstool now? Yes, he does, yeah. And he's, he's in, in the U.S. US with a midget. Apparently. I think he's doing a, a I haven't followed it too Video shows yet. with a midget. Uh, but Southampton, I'm like, all I keep thinking is, would Hassan Hoodle take the Arsenal job? I'd hire him. Like, uh, basically, yeah. look at the two teams that have done great. Liverpool got all the Southampton players. Spurs got all the Southampton coach, and now their best midfielder. There's something right in Southampton. Oh, yeah. Just go get those dudes. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, Wanyama was a killer when he was with Spurs. Like, just, who's their best? Why doesn't Arsenal have James Ward-Prowse and Romeo in the midfield? What are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> we can't find a creative midfielder. You just played one. You just, just did. They don't, they're not even creative, right? Like, I don't think James Ward-Prowse in open play is very creative. He's, he's more creative than everybody on Arsenal. <laughs> no, but, I mean, he's a, he's a grafter, and he fights. Sure. Yeah. But uh, from a set piece, he's creative. Like, yeah. it's enough. Like, we'll just get go to the go to the final third, and somebody throw themselves on the ground, right? Please, <laughs> <laughs> so that you know that James Ward Prowse can go. So, do something. so they sit in third on twenty four points. I gotta uh, be honest. As far as their title challenge is concerned, you can't you can't drop points from a winning position against fi the fifteenth place team. You just can't. There, but on the road, you can. That's a good uh, point. You know, Arsenal's a must win game these days. They just they got nothing. <laughs> They, they are absolutely bad. Fucking they nothing. are bad. They can't score. God, I can't. Uh, speaking of can't score, what the fuck happened? Leicester at home, Everton just muscle up. They go four center backs across the back. Ancelotti's like, all our fullbacks are injured. Let's not Don't play care. with any fullbacks. Well, he did that against Chelsea too. And, yeah, and it, but, it but it's working. Result. So he's adapting. He's just going, our guys are big. Our guys are strong. And we're going to fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> 
and they did that. They didn't weren't fluid. They got their goals like uh, you know one from one from Richardson where the defense didn't really close him down well enough, and then um, uh, uh, Schmeichel just. I mean, I don't. I'm not a goalkeeper. It looked like a fine shot. It didn't look like an obvious save. Yes, it hit his arm, but uh, it hit it hard. Uh, so they make it out like it was a disaster. I'm like. That's a goal. I mean, Keppa gave those up a whole seasons. Like, yeah, like <laughs> Ramsdale does it like once a week. Um, so, so I kind of, I'm kind of don't even want to talk about this because I'm on to the next game already. But it's a big win for Everton, and it really relays some of the narrative of like this is a tight league. Everton were sinking like a stone. They were in trouble. They had no fullbacks. They win two games in a row versus Chelsea and Leicester. They're back in fourth place. So yes. it's just like. Things are fluid right now. If City were to go or if or West Ham were to go on a three-game winning streak or Wolves were to win three in a row, they'd be right up there and they were just waiting for draws. Everyone's form – there's nobody has all green checks, right? right. Liverpool have two draws. Uh, Tottenham have two draws and a loss. Southampton have two draws and a loss. Uh, Leicester have three close. losses. Nobody's playing really well except, weirdly, United. As you say, yeah. Yeah, United's really moving up the charts there. But, you know. It's a really choppy season that's, you know, I mean, City, yeah, everyone's just sort of dropping points all over the place. And it's, and it's, and the league is deep. There's a lot of good teams that are enjoyable. And my biggest joy, of course, they're back, baby. Yes. Leeds are back. I'm excited for this part. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun seeing because they were playing. Um, I didn't watch this game because they were at the same uh, time as the. Yeah, the games were played at the same time. Game. But it was so interesting because. Um, I was as in the time that Arsenal got the red card to the end of the game, it was about 25 minutes. Yeah, it was like the 65th minute. Yeah, yeah. Newcastle and Leeds were tied 2 2. Yeah, and it and looked and Leeds, see, and Leeds was giving up the same goals they keep giving up. They've yep. given up like 10 or 25 or 137 set piece goals. It's like every goal they give up is from a cross. You're like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Right, figure it out. <laughs> but in that 25 minutes, it went from 2 2. To three two, and I don't think so. Basically, what what's happening is the ticker in the top right corner of the game that you're yeah. watching is just kind of just circling through all the stores like a little carousel, and then um, they usually don't change that much. Honestly. They don't change. This is like five five games, and they <laughs> yeah. don't change, right? So you're like, oh, when something in one of those although goal zone was notice. back, you could watch goal zone is back, but but when 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 there's a new update to one of the games you notice within 30 seconds yeah 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 because they flashed, it went yeah. from three to two to five to two i don't even think it stopped <laughs> at four i don't think four caught it on the rotation yeah yeah it, they went to five to they went from four to five and like <laughs> yeah they were what is it good, so stewart dallas in the 77 good, good goals really and then good. the 85th and 88th minute bang bang and newcastle's good and dead oh and, and jack, um, two and jack harrison goals were incredible the assist on the first one to uh, Rafinha was just like ball comes flying out from the midfield on a on a cross. They're they're on the break. He raises his hand. He t touches it, saves it from going out of bounds, and then one times it a one time uh, what's it, a volleys volleys the cross to Rafinha who's on the move. It's just like and then a dig, a corner into the uh, flies in, heads it into the corner. Then you know Newcastle we know are gonna just play Brucey ball. And they just kind of sit and be a participant in this game. They get one back from Clark on a fuck up because Alioski's playing defense because well, why play center backs? I mean, it's it's Bielsa, so who cares? But one of those goals, Banford scored one early just on a fuck up. Um, one of those goals was incredible, and I don't know, it wasn't the last one because the last one was Harrison. The Alioski one, the break 
is on and either Newcastle were exhausted or whatever, it was at five on two. Like, Leeds took off and it was like a wave of white shirts <laughs> flying in. One guy, so one guy's carrying the ball, he goes to him, and then there's just four guys in front of the goal and the goalkeeper. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy sh! these guys are fit. They are running at full speed. And if the guy had missed it, it, there were four guys in front of the goal. And then the last one, Jack Harrison, just on the break, takes on all of Newcastle and shoots from 18 yards, top bins, just all class. And I have a little bit of extra love for Jack Harrison. He's an NYCFC veteran. He's out of city. He's a different cat. He was in the Manchester United Academy and was like, you know what? I'm going to go to college in the U.S. <laughs> and he did, which is cool. So he's got an education, which is nice. Uh, he's not a fucking dumb shit. Uh, and then he, he, he goes and plays. Gets, he's a number one pick for the NYCFC in the MLS draft. Plays well, signs for City, and then gets loaned out to Leeds. And he's been at Leeds now for three seasons. But plays a season at Middlesbrough with Tony Pulis. But he's a guy I keep track of. And the guy that City could use, like an extra winger instead of, fucking all these he's a real winger and they're yeah. all fit like all the leads dudes are you can see it like they literally are lean and ripped like they're just an incredible team and leads are back i'm over it do you think <sighs> that you think that actually i just thought of something with all the negative football being played do you think we're how many steps away from from fat guy soccer are we <laughs> like, that guy's going to be fit to give you really running? far, really far. I, I mean, know, look at, look at this. Leeds had 25 shots, 10 on target. Just like, yeah. oh, fuck you. They're awesome. <laughs> amazing. Amazing stuff. Speaking from of fuck you, we've got one more game worth to talk about for this match week before we get right into the fact that we're caught another slate of games in 36 hours. <laughs> Manchester United three, but Sheffield United two. And including the first one, one early, uh, five minutes in. David McGoldrick yeah. has himself a, ha a hell of an afternoon with two goals. <laughs> yeah, the sad, the the sad thing is, though, is for Dean Henderson, who gets his uh, start with Sheffield. He, you know, he's been pushing De Gea because De Gea is just uh, – and he just passes it out from the back and fucks up. Yeah. So he, he's, he's – the way soccer is, it's so conservative. There's no point in changing a goalkeeper, especially, like, the mental anguish of, like, he's got to be – He's got to be so mentally tough to handle that. I mean, he had a goal like that happen to him last season in the 1-1 in the one -one draw that they got with, or was it a win, with Liverpool where the last shot just went under him. Similar sort of mentally tough, can he handle it? I, I would expect he can, but that really hurts his chances. Uh, and then, you know, listen, United have better players and they are capable of amazing goals. Like the first goal was a, Amazing pass out of the back by Lindelof that, you know, Rashford brings down and takes and shoots. I mean, the guys are talented. That's the thing with United that's, that's frustrating. And just like when you play them, you're scared. Right. Because you know Rashford can create something. And, and Pogba, can, these guys can create things if they had a good coach, which they don't. Well, <laughs> I think you, you said it, but I think that's the – the thing that scares me the most about United right now is that they're a sleeping giant. Despite the fact, yeah, despite the fact that Minoriola won't stop shutting the won't shut the fuck up about Pogba running away, he's back and he looks good. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, he makes defense. You have to cover for him. Look, you knew 
you knew with like I don't know what a game every forty five fucking minutes for six weeks, he was gonna get minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, he right? he could stomp his feet all he fucking wants. He's a warm body. They gotta get him on the field. Yeah, and I mean, oh wait, Paul Pogba is still a world class midfielder. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, one of the one of the, the pass into Martial was just yeah, no look, one touch. Yeah, and, like... and it goes back to you know what the um I think it was the Leipzig game where he had the one touch. No, it was it was a Premier League game. Uh, an assist the header light. yeah yeah you know he's fantastic and now all of a sudden right you mentioned they're the, right the, there they're, they're right, right there. there hold on they're right there with 23 points five points off the leader but they have a game in hand yeah they're right there technically they're fucking two points off the leader yeah they could go on a run and be in first no problem yes. like you yes. just th- there's so much luck involved like what did i, I someone did this stat somewhere it's just like 50 percent of soccer results are luck and you really have to control the other 50 to control it, right? Like, and that's why, you know, maybe, maybe not 50, but that's why, like, you literally, the big teams spend money on every single player. Like, they, they are trying to guarantee that they don't lose. Right. Uh, and, and they do, mostly. And they win psychologically, whatever. But United are right there. They could win the league. So here's the other thing, right? And, and they've had some fantastic results coming down 2-0, at Southampton, right? Those are good Southampton wins. currently in third place. Those are good wins, man. Coming back, coming back from behind on West Ham, who are a, who are a top ten team right now. Those you are good don't, wins. Listen, it was one of the most. It was one of the worst games of the year. But they didn't. They didn't lose at City, and I think more importantly, they didn't let City get three points, which I think is the, the most understated part of negative football. Right? Yeah, like yeah. Mourinho's, it's the preven- It's the preventative part. Right. Exactly. If Mourinho plays that style. And Liverpool, they go 1-1, and they don't win. Spurs are still top of the league. They're 26-26, and 26, not 28-25, and 25, right? So it's as much about when you're playing these big opponents, it's as much about letting them kind of sow these seeds of their own death sort of thing, but it's also about keeping them off the table, right, and, and making sure that you hurt them there. Not by beating right. them 5 yeah and, then, yeah, and then dr- making them drop points and exactly. everyone, everything gets tighter. Like the whole thing Because compresses. the idea is, right, yeah. the idea has always been if you can take care of business in the games that you need to take business, take care of business, and you handle the cities, the Liverpools, the Tottenham's, the Uniteds, yeah. the Chelsea's of the world, you do well enough they were, to listen, be in the race. That was Arsene Wenger's whole thing yeah. all the years. Like, they had seasons where they finished top four. They didn't take points off the top, off anyone ahead of them. Like right. any, at any point in the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was frustrating from a fan perspective. You know, they'd lose at Liverpool 6-3. They'd go to Chelsea and get the doors blown off them. But you know what? When they went to Villa, they never lost. Ever. Yeah. Right? And that's what, that's what, that's how you win the league. Right? It's yeah. not, it's not, it's not the big games. The big games are for headlines. The big games are for narrative changes. But it's the mundane games. It's 1-1 versus West Brom that fucking kills you. Sure. Right? <laughs> and so looking into what United has for the rest of the the, the, fex, the festive period fixtures, say that five times fast, uh, we'll start going into the previews now. But quickly on United, they host Leeds on Sunday. Thank not you. an easy game. Go they down. go to Leicester, who, by the way, are in fourth place right now. Yeah, that's right? a tough, tough run. Then they host Wolves, and then they've got Villa. So – there's no, I mean, first of all, like we talked about at the top here, there's really not not any By the way, easy breaks this year. But so, like, so I don't, I, I don't, great. I know we don't want to cover everything, but I literally just watched the Villa highlights just now. Yeah. Again, they battered Burnley. They took 25 shots, mm-hmm. hit the post three times. Now Burnley had a couple chances. That team is good. 
yeah. right? That team is good. And if it weren't for a couple of weird games, they'd be higher up in the table. Again, they've had games that they should have won. This is a game Villa should have won. And I was just thinking this. I'm like, without Villa and Leeds, this season would be rough for me. I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> but, but between these two teams, there are players on these teams that should be higher in the table. Like, yeah. they just are. I mean, like, Jack Grealish is a top four player. Uh, Ali Watkins is a top level striker. Like, these are guys that are – they shouldn't be on these teams, frankly. I, I, and and Emmy Martinez, I have, a, I have a belief. I'm literally, like, Emmy Martinez leaving Arsenal, that fucked them because he was the keeper that was winning those games for them. We said and, it a lot. And they went to Leno and just like, okay, thanks, Martinez. You did great. Thanks for 10 years at Arsenal. Maybe you're too big and bulky. We have this German football player, blah, 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 who eh, is okay. But Martinez had command. And yeah. it's not a coincidence that Villa are top of the league in defense and are on thro- throwing up clean sheets like crazy. They're I love Emmy Martinez. I he's the rare. I, he Arsenal blew player. me away. I was like, yeah. holy shit. Who is this I dude? said it a lot on this pod, man. He's the one Arsenal player that I just he struck fear in my heart. Really? Yeah. I was he like, showed oh, up in the second half after after Malpy broke broke Leno's shoulder. And he, could, he like literally transformed Arsenal into yep. a winning team, and now they're not. And I don't, I don't know the stats. I, I this is all anecdotal, but it, it felt weird in the moment that I was like, "What? They're just gonna go back?" We to talked Leno? a little bit about how there's that doom and gloom. There wasn't there when he right. was between the sticks. It's weird, right? He was a yeah. change. I don't know. There's some juice there. Anyway, let's go into the, let's go into the fixtures because there's more games, which is yeah, fucking we do. incredible. Yeah, we've got and we've got. <laughs> So I would say this past this midweek match week, if you will, um, we had one and a half games, right? Yeah. Uh, this week we've got a few. This weekend I should say, listen, Tottenham, get back on that fucking horse. I don't care that it hurt that you lost in the nine hundred and fourth minute at Anfield again. You've got you've got again. <laughs> you've got oh, Leicester City coming to town. Uh, you better fucking be up for this one. It's Sunday. You've got an extra day off. They're gonna do it again. They're gonna get play your fucking the same heads way. on. They're gonna. Yeah, play oh, the no, same I know. Way. I know. They should. They're incredible that way. Mm-hmm. I just wonder about fatigue with them. City on Saturday, we've got Southampton. I'm afraid. Yep. I agree. That's another really good one. <laughs> right? And then the, there's from a from a a branding perspective, there's one, but it's actually not the one I was saying. Oh. Everton Arsenal is going to be a fun one in, in prime time, if you will, oh, at God. 12.30 on Saturday. I, um, I just I can't imagine. At home, Everton has fans. I, I, they, That's I would a side expect them to, game for me. I would I'd expect I mean. them to be the favorite. And then but, can we please get the fucking Cristian Bull again? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite, favorite, favorite Premier League game ever. Oh, 3-3, man. 2014, April, Tony Pulis destroys Liverpool in the greatest. They're up three <laughs> and they lose with those ugly fucking shirts on and John Flanagan's mole and Luis Suarez crying. It's, I get goosebumps thinking about it. Uh, today. We watched wonderful. it in the office at Tops. We did. It was the fucking best. I could have fucking rolled around in Tony Pulis's sweaty armpit sweatpants. And <laughs> I still would. I would wear them. If I could buy those pants on eBay, I would buy the whole thing and just put a dummy and just just look at it and say, Tony Pulis, you are a man <laughs> amongst boys who love men on Tuesdays. Uh, uh, speaking of Palace, real quick, <laughs> Christian Benteke. He's back! He's back! <laughs> 
He finally finds the net. Can he do it against? He had a stop in Liverpool. Right? No, no, he he, he, uh, he he's he's uh, he got a red, so he's out. He got a red card. He did. Oh. Oh, I did know that. I little, did see that. Little elbow action. <laughs> little elbow <laughs> grease. Uh, I have to keep talking about my poor sons in Brighton. Uh, this is the sad bowl. Brighton, Sheffield. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a, you know what? Listen, I'll say this. Sheffield looked good They're, today. They, listen, they fight. They, had a, they looked dead in the water the last game. This but, is a uh, game I worry about your seagulls because this is a game <laughs> that made, could save Chris Wilder's job at least for another few They're not going to fire him, dude. Why wouldn't they? Why should they? They're going to go down anyway. There's no team has ever come back from this. They're done. That's actually a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, United Leeds, if there were fans, it would be a fucking barn burner because Leeds has like beef with every team because they're the most. Can Manchester not have fans? Yeah, they're 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 no fans. But Liverpool uh, can. They're not that it, close. It. I don't know how the different. Counties. I don't know what's going on in England. Yeah. Who knows? It's so small, but they make it regional. I don't know. Yeah. This yeah. is what happens when you're a three thousand year old country. Who knows what's happening? <laughs> they have forty seven accents. The country's the size of New York State. <laughs> like it would be like if people from Buffalo had a completely different accent from the rest of right. New York. Like what? Are you, yeah. Where are you? What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Oh, and then the people week. from Albany had like just spoke like fucking, you know, West Brom people. Anyway, we have the black. I don't even know the name of this. Is it the Black World Black uh, the Black Country Derby of West Brom Aston Villa? That is a a real one. Uh, it actually has real beef. They're oh, both. I, didn't in, know that. I had no fucking clue where you were going with that. Yeah, West. <laughs> West uh, no, you, you were just, worried. You just stammered and said "black" four times, and I went, "Well, uh, everybody's uh, on the edge of their seats uh, now." Uh, no, no, no. It's it's a it's a mid it's a Midlands derby. It's Villa West Brom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because you've got wolves, wolves, you know, wolves, West Brom, Aston Villa. They're all in the same town, but who knows? Yeah, they have yeah, different yeah, yeah. Na- They have like fourteen different names for the right. derbies there, and I think I might have gotten that wrong, but doesn't matter. But Man United Leeds is the one I'll be looking at. Because I want Leeds to fucking kill them. Do it. Uh, and then we'll we have see. a nice, a classic uh, a soccer hooligan special. Yeah. Chelsea Headhunters versus the ICF of West Ham. Uh, there will be fights somewhere in London <laughs> over this game. It is a traditional game of violence. And the fights will be illegal, not because they're assault, but because they're together. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, I don't think the players are going to feel it, but that is it. This nah, is a traditional won't. old school fixture. This blood, again, if this guts, game at the bridge with fans, it'd be better. Yeah. It'd be wild. The, play, the the players would feel it, right? But but on the field, Chelsea sort of waffling a little bit. West Ham still fight back well. with a good point. Yep. Um, still playing well. You don't know what you're going to get from them, right? But frankly. <laughs> I guess it's it's fitting. Seventh versus eighth, twenty-two versus twenty-one points. So yeah, I yeah. I, I, I I mean I, I like I like West Ham in this game. I don't I like I feel like the defensive teams, the ones that are stuck in the I don't want the ball. I don't I just can I just kick someone? Like those teams are in better shape. Like I see Suchek getting another goal against Chelsea. No problem. Right? Sure. He'll just he'll he'll he or should Bowen. just he just needs – oh, God, I love him. He, again, another play. He shouldn't be, shouldn't be at this level. Uh, he should just get a giant Fellaini wig and just go out there <laughs> and just <laughs> pretend he's Fellaini in disguise because he is. What a fucking legend. I love David Moyes. I don't care. I'm in. I'm in on David Moyes. I'm, 
I'm in on I'm in on Monday. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, that's Monday. Oh God. Yeah, that's that's the Monday afternoon game. So that's the one we'll be fresh I just in our minds. I, you know, I'm in I'm in fucking San Diego. I can't tell what time of the year it is. It's just bizarre. I know there's four feet of snow in New York State and some parts of the country. It's always sunny in San Diego, not Philadelphia. <laughs> no, and it's so definitely not sunny in Philadelphia right now. And it's just Boxing Day. It's happening. It's here. Yeah. I can't believe it. So, yeah, that's it, basically. We've got this weekend, and then we're we're Boxing Day. We're Leeds uh, – not Leeds. Leicester and Man U on Boxing Day. That's a fun one. Arsenal-Chelsea uh, Arsenal, on Boxing Day. That's uh, a really good one. <laughs> Come on. Can't they just have better fixtures? What are you doing, you fucking can't losers. do it every week, you know? That's what you, can, you, you have, can, you can, you can do you it. Oh, you're saying, like, make Boxing Day great again? Yeah, make Boxing Day great again. Like, how do you not have United Liverpool on Boxing Day? What are you doing? Who were the ad wizards who thought up of this one? When do they have them playing Liverpool? Uh, Who the fuck knows? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, January 17th. So, you, yeah, okay, you make a good point. uh, Yeah, what are you doing? Like, this is the thing that I always, well, we're going on a rant, but the Premier League and how it handles fixtures and schedules, it's as though they. Like, they're supposed to be egalitarian. Hey, make the best games at the times that get the most people when the most people are watching, right? No, absolutely. (laughs) Like, apparently the super early game is for China. We've talked about this a handful of times, not on the podcast, just when we're bullshitting back and forth. The NFL. (laughs) is legendary. Just do what they're doing or do what they historically have done for 50 years. Maybe not so much in the last 10, but just they created Monday Night Football. They created it out of thin fucking air. You know yeah, why? They, uh, and and the Premier League did they, they, they have they have Monday Night Football, but, but they not don't every put any week. Fucking good teams on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they have rules on who can be on it. Not right. Exactly. Well, fucking they stupid. They don't have pure shared revenue, right? Where right. it's I don't care if it's Liverpool, Man United. I, in fact, I want it to be Liverpool, Man United. I don't care how many national TV games I'm on. Like right. in in the NFL. You know, the Jets are literally not on ever. Never. Right. Because they shouldn't be because they're fucking awful. And and they're from the biggest market. Yeah. They're from are the market that's so big. Are you a big. Giants fan? I am not really. I would be. I would be a Giants fan. I'm not a, I'm not a big NFL fan. But, yeah. I, why I, we do I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a dormant Jet fan. No, I get I'm, the I get the feeling that that's like forty percent of Jets fans right now. No, but I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I have. A, oh, I, are you I, I are you ready to of, jump back in? I will come in. I will when it happens. I will come out and 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 be. A, so I, Trevor I, Lawrence. I will fly the green. No, no, I don't want that guy's a homo. <laughs> <laughs> you know we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna have to end on that. <laughs> that was. The Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. This was a crap football, crap pundit production. We will return on Mondays and Thursdays for the Premier League season. We will talk about soccer and other things that interest us. Mike is crazy. Laurent is insane. That's why it works.